time for the Any Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon And this is In The Conversation The Podcast Yes, yes, late edition Brother Muhammad is not here this week So it's just me on the Han Solo, Don Solo, Dole Osteen, one-on-one episode, just you and I. Crystal clear in your ear. You already know what it is. It's your guy. Gonna be walking through this shit, rambling, tangents abound. Anyway, I'm good. I'm hopped off off of a hopped up off of a big ass cup of coffee, you know, and a skimpy Dunkin' Donut, they gave me a real small donut. I was a little sick about that, but, you know, I think it's for the best. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I ain't trying to really fuck, fuck with these glucose levels too crazy, but, yeah, man, I got a glazed uh, blueberry cake. That's my favorite Dunkin' Donuts donut. You know what I mean? I think that's the one. That's the go-to. I'm going to keep it 100, though. A traditional glazed donut is still up there. It don't even have to be Krispy Kreme. Just tried and true glazed donuts, still fire. And if we're gonna if we're gonna go really, we'll really go deep dive on some donut shit. Lady Linda, I don't know if y'all know about Lady Linda. Lady Linda, that's like a little in the in the grocery store donut uh, brand. You get like that might have been. That might have been the first real, not the first real, but probably the most accessible glazed donut I used to have when I was a youngster. So I got a soft spot in my heart for Lady Linda. Shout out to Lady Linda, wherever you at. Um, But yeah, yo, we here. Like I said, this is a late one. It should have been dropped. I tried to put one in the can last night and... um. You know, I, I mean, I had all the best intentions. I got behind the mic. I started talking. I had, but I had a um, had appointment to get to, so I was trying to get it done and and do the whole shit. And I just kept punching in and out. It wasn't one take hope. I was like, Yo, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, the rambling was getting to me, and I just I don't know. I think it was between the clock and the fact that I I felt like I wasn't going nowhere with what I was saying, but um. We're going to see what this one is. This one, we we going all the way through, for better or worse. Anyway, um, how y'all doing? The summer is almost over. Almost time to roll the credits on the summer. Labor Day weekend. I guess that's the unofficial end of the summer. You know, that's the bookend to Memorial Day. Uh, and then, yeah, shit. Shit is back to... Back to the fall, which I like. I like. I love the fall. Legends of the fall. I'm a fall cat. Fall and spring. I love the transition of seasons. Did you enjoy your summer? Did y'all have a good time out there? Did you? Did you do anything fun? Did you do anything fun this summer? I enjoyed my summer. It was all right. It was all right. It was kind of. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed myself. Had some. Had some good times this summer. I didn't really go away anywhere exotic anywhere fly I didn't take any summer vacations or nothing like that I was uh I was very much focused on work this summer for better or worse you know I was definitely focused on that shit kind of flew by in a blur 2023 has honestly been flying by if we're gonna be honest about it um yeah so I didn't you know 
But I enjoyed myself, but I just didn't get out. I didn't go anywhere, you know, any destination type shit. Uh, hopefully, maybe something in the fall, maybe something in the winter. Because I do think, you know, traveling, taking some time to yourself, enjoying, you know, enjoying life, seeing something new that is definitely beneficial to the, you know, to the essence, to the psyche, <laughs> to the essence. Oh, shit, man. Um, yeah, man, what's going on? What is going on? Uh, what I do this week? Had a few shows this week. I was at New York Comedy Club this past week. I'll be at New York Comedy Club this, actually, this weekend, too, Sunday night. Check it out. I'll be at both of them uh, Sunday night at the Midtown location and the East Village location. I got the uh, information on my website, DamianLemon.com. But, yeah, I was at New York Comedy Club uh, this past weekend. I also... Wound up doing uh this this show that I this show that I like called Stick Up Hole in It, which is uh a show produced by uh uh Dan Goodman and Joanna Ross. Dan and Joanna, actually a couple, and they you know, their names rhyme, so that's kinda adorable, right? You know what I'm saying? Dan and Joanna. That's kinda cool when you when you're in love with somebody who name rhyme with you and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like if you you are ever in like a domestic or couples URL battle. You know what I'm saying? You could put you in your lady's name or, you know what I mean? In the motherfucking, in the bars real smooth and, and body the other couple. You know what I mean? Dan and Joanne would body Kevin and Sabrina. You know, Kevin and Sabrina, they'd be fumbling. Even though the, the Brina. And the, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was a tangent. Tangent number one. Um, Yeah, so anyway, stick a pole in it. That's basically this this uh the show that they do at Drum downtown, which is like a hybrid of pole dancing and comedy. Shtick a pole, you get it. Uh yeah, so it's a bunch of pole dancers. Call them pole dancers. Don't call them strippers. That's offensive. Um, and don't call them strippers because it's going to set up an expectation that's not going to be met. You're going to be waiting to see a titty, and it's not going to happen. It's just about athleticism. Um. Anyway, so it's, it's it's pole dancers and it's comedians, and they alternate. Pole dancer comes out, does a set. Comedian comes out, does a set. You get it. Bing, 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 bing. Um. So every every show there's a musical theme. I've been there a few times. This most recent one was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was the musical theme, so I knew it was gonna be live. You know what I mean? I know I know the type well I, I'm familiar with the type of music he makes. I'm familiar with the with the hop, you know? Like I'm not super familiar with his catalog. I know he's a massive sensation right now. I know he's he's popping. He's still a Shazam artist for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, when I say a Shazam artist, I mean that's where he's at in my discovery. I haven't really done a deep dive into his discography, but he's one of them cats where I might be at some type of spot, and I hear something rocking. I'm like, yo, who this? And I shazam. I'm like, oh, shit, Bad Bunny. Okay. Point, okay, note taken. Might even screenshot it. I'll look it up later. You know, hopefully at some point it'll wind up in heavy rotation. But anyway, um, that was the vibe. And Bad Bunny, what I do know about Bad Bunny, I mean, I know he's wrestling. He's been wrestling a little bit, jumping up in the WWE, and it's, it's all right. He could do, he does his thing a little bit, you know, not just, not just a gimmick. Like you could tell he love that shit. 
You know, so that's kind of cool. And he Puerto Rican as fuck, you know? Like, true, real deal all the way. I mean, you know, real deal. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? But, like, Puerto Rican 100% in the way of when he won his Grammy, his acceptance speech was straight up Spanish, you know? Like, look, if you didn't catch what he said, holla at one of your Latino friends. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll break that shit down to you. And if you ain't got none, it's fucked up for you. You might be problematic. But uh, go to Google Translate or some shit. I don't know. But I like that. He spoke to his people. Boom. Y'all got me here? I'm speaking to y'all. I'm not looking past y'all. I'm not talking to the the other gays. G-A-Z-E. You feel me? I like that. I like the uncompromising nature. You know, it puts me in the mind of... Because sometimes, you know... The 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 descendants of the enslaved, those that are you know disconnected from their homeland, don't really have a native tongue to really spit you know speak to you know. So sometimes we you know what we gonna do? We gonna do A A V E? You know what I'm saying? Keep it one hundred percent, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We gonna talk all shit. We gonna uncompromise. I like an uncompromising shit. Don't code switch when you don't need to. You know, speaking that puts me in the mind of Juvenile on the Tiny Desk. I don't know if y'all saw that shit. Uh, I'm not even a Tiny Desk type of motherfucker. I might have seen one, maybe two in my entire life. Uh, nothing against it. I just, ah, nothing against it, but it's not really my thing. But when I watched this Juvenile shit, it kind of swayed me. Because what I appreciate about Juvenile is he he kept that shit all the way 100 you know, all the way to New Orleans, you know, sometimes, you know, just because you're seeing a bunch of white people in some books don't mean you're going to have to dilute back that ass up. Nah, nah, nah. He kept that shit 1,000, all the way explicit material, all the explicit nature. You know what I'm saying? I appreciated that shit. That, that was a moment. So that's what I like. Sometimes when an artist is uncompromising and just in, and committed to their art, to their audience, to their intent, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I fuck with that, I, and I'm, I really fuck with that. I'm kind of on that on some real shit because I think that um, it's funny. I was having a conversation with Muhammad about this a little while ago, but just like, you know, can't be for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to filter out the motherfuckers. You got to filter that water to get that good water to get that that Brita or that that uh. What's that? What's the what's the the shit that be is cracking right now? I just got some in there. Anyway, you know what I mean. To get the get that good water, you gotta filter the shit out. Like walk some people. People that stay or the people that's fucking with you. They wanna they wanna be there for you. Don't don't panda. Don't play too broad if you're not broad, you know. You know, anyway. Tangent number two. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. So yeah, that shit was fun. I had a good time. Had a had a had a good time out there. Uh ran into a comic I hadn't seen in a long time. Shout out to Jess Wood. It's been a minute. Uh I think she moved out to LA for a while and there was in Albuquerque and was telling me, yo, Albuquerque is the most dangerous city in America. I don't know if that's all the way true, but anecdotally, that's what she said. That motherfuckers is just getting shot just cause. And the sex trafficking is bananas out there. So, you know. FYI, if you were thinking about, you know what I mean? If you're thinking about going out there, be, you know, be careful. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I did that shit. Uh, between, you know, same night, too, this was something in the self-care 
uh, portion of the show. Between shows, I went to a little Tex-Mex restaurant that I really fuck with. I've been, this probably my third time I've been fucking with it. It's a spot called Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose's body is really good. It's in the East Village. And I'm, I'm saying the name because I'm not a gatekeeper. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. It is what it is. Go get a table. Um, but I'll go there. I've been there twice, but the the last time I was there before this past time, I had their chicken taco. They do a shredded chicken verde whole. It's like shredded chicken verde taco. That's what they call it. Shredded whole chickens cooked in salsa verde. When I tell you that shit is fantastic, that shit is fantastic. That shit is amazing. That shit is out of here. It's amazing. First of all, I don't think it's just salsa verde that they they cooking it in. It's some type of broth. So I've seen what salsa verde look like, and the shit that's in the taco that I got, it don't. It's it's different. It's different. The shit is amazing. It comes to your table. Comes to your table. The taco is wet. It's a wet taco. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's one of them. It's a wet taco. You understand that? And uh, it's so, it shit is so wet, you a little concerned. You're like, damn, can the, will this, will the fucking integrity of this flour tortilla hold up against the moisture of this taco? And surprisingly, it does. When I tell you this shit is so fucking good, it's like a chicken soup taco. That's what it tastes like to me. Like the broth, shit is crazy. I mean, like, I can't even rave about it anymore that I have. You know what I mean? I just gave y'all a lot on that. I mean, when I tell you, like, I went there specifically between shows to go cop, go get two tacos and sit at the bar and just enjoy life, have a moment with them tacos. You know what I'm saying? That shit did not disappoint. Because sometimes, sometimes you, you, you'll have some shit you know what I mean? Whether it was the setting, whether it was the, you know, the company, whatever. You like, damn, this shit good. Then a motherfucker, and you go revisit, and it don't hit the same. Nah, this shit is that blue magic. This shit hitting crazy. So, uh, try it. Let me know. If you do go, or if you've been before, hit me in the comments. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Am I putting too much on it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that shit is, yeah, that shit is fire. Uh, so yeah, I did that. That was a good time. That was a good time. What's going on, man? Uh, I seen a, seen a video. I haven't even done all the research, but I seen a video that kind of got me tight. Got me tight. You know, hip hop is 50. I'm not sure if you heard. Not sure if you heard that information. I don't know where, you know, I forgot where I got the information, but hip hop is 50 FYI, just in case. I'm not sure if you know that, if that, you know. But um, hip-hop being 50, me being 45, I've been in hip-hop for a long time. And one of my OGs, one of my legends, one of my favorites is the man Antonio Hardy, Big Daddy Kane, you know what I mean? Straight out of Bed-Stuy. Uh, King Asiatic, nobody equal, right? So he on stage, he rocking. I think he's somewhere overseas, maybe in the UK or something. He rocking, he doing his thing, you know. Motherfucker still put on a hell of a show, and he going crazy. And some motherfucker come on stage. I want to say he got, like, a little poo shiesty man. Some cat come on stage and walk to, like, he don't rush the stage. He, like, walk to the stage like he own that shit. Walk to the front of the stage and, like, just stand there on some, this is my block now. 
type shit. Now Kane in the middle of it, and he kind of rocking still. Like, you know, he kind of holds it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he didn't see him or whatever, but he rocking for a little bit, and this cat is just standing there, like, you know what I mean? Like, this nah, baby, this my stage. I don't even who is this nigga over here type shit. Real disrespectful. Kane finally stopped. See my man, he like, yo, yo, you doing too much. Something to the effect that you doing too much. Get up out of here. First of all, where the fuck is the security? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? What, where's the security at the venue? Somebody should have got that nigga up out of there. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they, you know what I mean? Because he, he came through with, like, a real aggressive little mama energy. You know what I'm saying? You remember how little mama posted up at the end of the, the New York and just kind of was like, uh-huh, I'm here. I'm with them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you got the I'm with them posture and it's, it's real convincing, you that poker face or that poker posture, that shit could really, that could get you, that could get you along. People are like, oh, no, I guess they went there. I, guess, I don't know. I didn't know Alicia and Jay really knew her like that. But, I, you know, she looked comfortable up there. That's how my man kind of was coming across with Big, you know, Big Daddy Kane kind of had to step to him. Like, my guy, fuck is you doing? But not fuck is you doing. He's like, you're doing too much. Basically, you're doing too much. Kind of, you know, being... Not all of, we're not all the way zero to a hundred in, in aggression, but definitely like pop, you need to get the fuck out of here. So my man kind of stepped to him a little bit. Kane ain't back down, but I, you know, I got worried for Kane. You know, hip hop 50 Kane, you know what I mean? Uh, this ain't, this ain't young Kane. You know what I'm saying? This kid a little younger than Kane. So, and he can't, and again, where the fuck is security? A couple niggas start to come about, but they don't look like security because they ain't in the security mode. These like onlookers with no with no camera phones. You're just regular, just using your own eye onlookers. It's funny now. I just thought about that. Like, now, if you're an onlooker with no camera, like, you really in the way. Nigga, you ain't even capturing no footage. What the fuck is you just standing there? Do something. So there's a couple cats just standing there. Kane like, yo, my man. After a while, Kane like, I guess, you know, looks like a job for you know, he like, well, shit, I guess I got to be the rapper and security. This nigga start taking his, his jacket off. They finally, like, break it up a little bit, and, uh, and that's where it cut off. I was pissed off, though. I feel like that, you know, that man is a legend. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't run up on his stage. Just off a of hip-hop GP, he should have low-key been stomped out. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 for the spirit of it. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just to set the set the precedent. You know, I don't like that running up on the stage shit. That is ridiculous. And then a lot of motherfuckers are starting to do it too much. Nobody came to see you, Otis. Get your fucking ass. And then you jump on stage with a fucking uh, a poo shiesty or so nobody really even know you're a masked man. You know, but um, it's a little crazy, man. I ain't like that. That shit kind of tightened me up. You know what I mean? Made me a little upset and shit. But uh, <laughs> it was funny seeing K take his jacket off. Like, I guess I got to, I guess I'm going to have to whip some ass. And part of me, like, I was a little concerned. I'm like, K, please don't, don't, don't. You got to win this one, my nigga. This is the, the, the 10-year-old in me is like, Kane, nigga, if you take that jacket off, you better put your foot all the way in this nigga ass, Bob, because I do not, I, I could not suffer to see you take it out. You know what I mean? I could I could understand it logistically, age wise, and all of that shit. But damn, please, you know that that's like that's like Christopher Reeve falling off that chair, off that horse, Teddy P in the chair. You know what I'm saying? The heroes. Anyway, um, 
Hey, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of um, speaking of pugilism and hip hop, not sure if you saw this, but uh, Amaretta the Great. Y'all might be familiar with Amaretta the Great from Atlanta, for real Atlanta, not that other shit, you know, from the uh, Sorry Not Sorry freestyle. That's not Atlanta. And uh, Kenzo B from the Bronx, I want to say. I think she's from the Bronx. She got that song, Be For Real, For Real. Two women rappers, both kind of like on the rise. I say Amaretta's a little further along, but both on the rise. I fuck with both of them lyrically anyway. They had a uh, they were part they participated in a celebrity boxing match, you know. It's um, it's given by this this company called Clash for the Culture or this event called Clash for the Culture, and it was a few celebrity boxing matches on it. We'll talk about some of the other cards in a second, but um, I forgot how I came to it, but I I came across a video, Almaretta. And Kenzo B, like, I guess maybe there's at the weigh-in or a little, the little, you know, the point where you do your little stare down. And they both was, like, staring each other down. Amaretta was kind of letting her arms go like she ready to let them hands fly. Kenzo was, you know, holding her gaze like, you know what I mean? It's going to be what it's going to be type shit. Like, they didn't feel like either one of them was cowering from the other. Amaretta got a height advantage on Kenzo. But they was going to fight. And I was like, oh, shit. Hold on, I, I kind of want to see this shit. This is, ah, I like this type of shit. I like them both as MCs, but like, shit, we about to see a fight. I'm with this, you know. I think I've said this before, but I kind of, even in my old age, but definitely when I was younger, I got a thing for women that could fight. You know what I'm saying? You know, not and not that I need to see a woman really... I, she don't need to fight all the time or no shit like that. Like, you know, I don't want that. That's a lot of different, different weird aggression. And you know what I mean? Like I ain't trying to fight her, but um, I'm just saying I've always liked when I was growing up, I always, always was a good little plot twist, especially as like a real cute girl or like a meek girl that people thought that they could just kind of, they thought, she was a pushover or they thought they could take advantage of her or whatever, whatever. And the next thing you know, them hands get to going and bing, 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 bing. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, I know I got a, I got a short list right now in my head of women who had surprise hands. You know? You know what I mean? Shout out to Alexa. <laughs> Alexa. Yeah, shout out to Alexa. I'm going to keep the last name anonymous. But, um, yeah, man, she rocked one of my homies in the middle of Ellis Island, the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. It was a, it was a, ooh-wee, it was a spectacle. Hands. And a, and a, and a cutie at that. Bing, bow. Oh, it was bananas. Uh, anyway, tangent number three or seven, who knows? Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm a redder, Kenzo B, they about to they about to scrap. So, you know, I'm I'm sharing this shit with a couple of my homies, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, look at this shit. Just let da 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 da. A few of my peoples didn't even know who they was and shit. I'm like, damn, you know. Um, then one of my homies, shout out to my boy, uh, you know, no names. But one of my homies was like, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? He had a little a little reluctant. He was he he's like, I don't know. It might not be a good might not be a good 
a good look for them because somebody could, this shit could mar their career, you know, and they, they referenced the old, the old Sticky Fingers incident. I don't know if y'all remember this, but Sticky Fingers, I want to say Sticky Fingers fought, was it Simon Rex? Um, Sticky Fingers of Onyx had a, uh, a boxing match. This was years ago had a boxing match with Simon Woodstock. It was MTV Boxing. I'm looking at it right now. 1989. This was a minute ago. No, 1998. Pardon me, 89. 1998. Now, this is, you know, Sticky Fingers from Onyx. Throw your guns. You know what I mean? Throw your guns in the air. Like, that shit was wee. That shit was, like, pre-ante up. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a, an aggressive anthem. Sticky Fingers was a beast, still a beast, lyrically than a motherfucker. And uh, yeah, he went uh, he went up against this. Uh, I want to say his, uh, Simon Woodstock was a skateboarder. Let me fast forward a little bit to to get to get acquainted to what happened. Um, yeah, that man Simon gave the kid <laughs> gave him the business. He gave him the business, and I think that shit definitely affected the way we saw Sticky Fingers. You know what I'm saying? So my mans was like, yo, have they not seen Sticky Fingers? Did they not see the Sticky Fingers incident? You know, I'm like, I don't even think they really know who Sticky Fingers is, to be totally honest with you. You know, hip-hop is 50. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's multi-generational now. So long story short, uh, they wasn't worried about all of that, what could happen, what might happen. These seem like Two women that might have had a little background in fighting. You know what I'm saying? At least in the streets, a little something. Maybe not all the time, but they felt particularly Amaretta. You know, I was watching some of her videos, but Amaretta seems to be very comfortable and confident in her hands. You know what I'm saying? And her ability to beat a bitch ass, as she would say. And Kenzo B seemed like, look, I ain't I ain't going to be no walk in the park. You know what I'm saying? So... That's what really sold me. I was like, oh, nah, they, they look like they both are ready to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? This, this, could, this could be a good look. I couldn't, get the, I couldn't get the feel that they had real beef. You know what I'm saying? I think they just looked at each other as like an opponent. Like, all right, well, fuck it. It's going to be what it's going to be. If it's you, it's you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, look, I don't really know you like that, or maybe I do, but if they put you in front of me, it's gotta, we're going to have to handle. So, boom. I kind of didn't think the shit was going to happen, to be totally honest with you. You know, you hear about these little celebrity boxes, especially post-Sticky Fingers, Simon Woodstock. A lot of these cats, they be fronting. You know what I'm saying? I remember, well, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy was supposed to do something. A bunch of people. Yo, 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 nah, fuck that. Shut up the money. Get the money together. We're going to do it. You know, it's this, it's a good gimmick to get people engaged, but it's really never going to manifest into anything. Nah, this shit, they got to it. They got to it for a good 47 seconds. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the video, but they got it in a little bit. They were not boxing, though. They were not boxers. They was fighting. And they both were fighting in a way where they just didn't want to lose. You know what I'm saying? They did not want to lose. Nobody wanted to take an L in front of that sparsely attended auditorium and whoever paid for the stream. But um, they were fighting like a motherfucker. They throwing hands. Some of them connected. Some of them wasn't, you know. Um, they niggas started, you know, I think Amaretta got Kenzo in a headlock, you know, that whole type of situation, try to neutralize her, whatever. Um, it was a fast and furious 47 seconds. 
You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, because they was just fighting and grappling and all of this other shit, uh, the ref had to just call it double disqualification. Because this was actually a sanctioned fight. I don't even know what that means, sanctioned. Does that mean somebody just put some money up? Is it a real organization? Whatever. But it was a sanctioned fight. So the ref did a double disqualification. That shit didn't really stop nothing. Amaretta still had, uh, or at this point, uh, maybe Kenzo had Amaretta in the, in the headlock. All I know is Kenzo hit Amaretta with a hip toss and jumped on top of her. You know what I mean? It was about to get it off, and then the referee, they pulled them apart. But it was just a, it was a cat fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they were going crazy with gloves on. They was going crazy. And it was, it was good to see. I wouldn't mind. Honestly, I don't know if I'd see a rematch. Because it wasn't really a boxing match. Because if it was boxing, I think Amaretta could have kind of fell back a little bit. She's taller. She got more of a reach. She could have just kind of peppered her with the jab. You know what I'm saying? Ping, ping, ping. Keep her, you know, keep her away and then handle like that and, and kind of fuck it up for Kenzo to get in inside or whatever. Listen to me sounding like fucking Larry Elder. Is it Larry Elder? Because I don't want to get confused with the white, I mean, the black Republican. Um... Larry Merchant, pardon me. Yeah, Larry Merchant. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it was all right. I will say this, though. I wouldn't mind hearing the both of them on a record, though. Just to kind of, you know what I mean? To to put a point on the whole shit after y'all done scrapped it out. Jump on a record together because I think they would compliment each other. I think they would compliment each other. They 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 both could spit a little bit. I fuck with them, uh, you know, lyrically. Uh, Yeah. So that's that. That was that was something interesting to see. Uh, you know, a little, little highlight from the timeline. Uh, speaking of lyrics, <laughs> speaking of, I love speaking of when it's just me talking. You know what I mean? Look, look at me interjecting with me. Pardon me. Can I say something? Yeah, nigga, it's you. True indeed. You right. <laughs> good to see you, though. Not good to be seen. Anyway, can I? I'm, let me... Anyway, um, speaking of, I think I'm starting to really, I don't, I don't even make it look like, J. Cole is starting to really win me over, man. Like, I, you know, there's a lot of J. Cole fans that's like, what the fuck is you talking about? You know, J. Cole is, you know, he's always been a dope MC. I always called him the, you know, the, you know what I mean, the Tim Duncan of rap. You know what I'm saying? Big fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? But, um. He been on a little guest verse run, and he been getting to it. He been getting to it, and I think I like the fact. I like when he come through in these guest verses. You know what I'm saying? Like just kind of spaz out and 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 dip, you know, so you could kind of take a second and 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 like really just process what he's saying. I like he been saying some shit. He's one of the few to me. Um, I don't say the few, but he's one of these rappers that's still like. If I see he's on, he got a feature, I'm going to listen because I feel like he going to say some shit. Like, he one of them where I'm going to sit up straight and I'm going to, you know what I mean, direct my ear towards the speaker and see, you know, see what type of bars he got going on. He's one of them who's consistently delivering, you know. Um, so, yeah, shout out to to J. Cole. I was listening to him. He got a, got a record where he got a feature with um, Gucci, man. That was kind of good. That was actually pretty good. Gucci got busy on that shit too. He got a record with a uh, Burner Boy. Had that record with uh with Summer Walk a little while ago and some other things like you know yeah yeah yeah. 
I might be changing my tune. Maybe ready for the fall off when it come out. Because I did like that last record. I don't know if it was the very last. I don't know if it was the last record. No, it was the record before last. The one where he's um kind of adopting a lot of the the younger cats shit. The um the drill rappers shit. What is that shit called? What is this shit called? J. Cole discography. Uh, where he rapped. I think he even rapped under a like under a different name type shit. Uh, what was it called? What was it called? What was it called? New? Was it KOD? Nah, it wasn't KOD. Maybe it was KOD. It was the off season? I don't know. Damn, dog. I've got all the information right in front of me, but I don't know which one it was. Maybe it was KOD. K-O-D, K-O-D. Yeah, K-O-D. Yeah, I like that album. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. He came off on that shit. Anyway, that's it. I ain't got a whole lot to say about that. But yeah, shout out to that man. Uh, <clears throat> oh, back to the Clash for the Culture. So on that bill, there was a few other, there was a few other fights. A lot of people I didn't really know. Um uh, this dude, uh, yeah, I didn't really know many of these people on the on the situation. Uh, but what I did see, which I would have thought to watch, was uh, your man Charleston White was going to fight some guy named Suede the Plug God. And Charleston White is a very polarizing character. You know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with him. I think he's, first of all, I think he's funny. I think he's a funny motherfucker. I think he's irreverent as fuck. I think he says a lot of shit that a lot of people low-key might agree with. And some shit that you probably don't. But, like, as far as commentary goes, as far as looking at the bullshit and calling it as he sees it, I I, I fuck with that. I think I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? He calling that shit as the dumb shit it is. Because I think sometimes people are like, whoa, 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 let's not talk about Let's not call out the bullshit. That would be against the culture. These niggas do nigga shit. And look the other way. Nah, he going to address it. And I appreciate that. Um, and he also like a wily coyote type nigga. First of all, he got one eye. You know what I'm saying? I don't know which eye is the fake eye. I never know which eye is the fake eye. That could be a fun game to play. You know what I'm saying? You know, no disrespect. Shout out to all my one-eyed listeners. Or my, you know, all my no-eyed listeners. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, the audio is fire. Um, but I was going to say, like, yeah, you got one eye. So he already kind of impaired or whatever. And he's saying wild shit. You got one eye, you're talking wild shit. Like, you know, it might be a theme. Tax Stone. Tax Stone was a one-eyed nigga talking a whole lot of shit, too. So you got to really, you got to really stand up for it and be ready. You got to be ready for niggas. And I say he a wily coyote type nigga. Or one of them, um, one of them spy versus spy type niggas, because he is, he's a man of weaponry, you know. So anyway, he was supposed to have this, uh, supposed to have this little boxing match, and at the weigh-in, him and the cat swayed the plug guy. You know, they doing the little the stare down, similar to Amaretta and uh, Kenzo B. They doing a the little stare down moment, and you know that's always just to sell the fight. You know what I'm saying? Do something stupid. 
You know, typically it's a lot of tough talk, taunting each other, whatever, whatever. Oftentimes, you know, every so often there might be some hand thrown, but it's always it's always broken up real fast. And if it's not an aggressive, it's not like a punch to the face or no shit like that. So the cat swayed the plug guy, pushed my man Charleston White, and and pushed the shit out that nigga. You know, Charleston ain't the biggest motherfucker, so he kind of went flying off the stage a little bit. But Charleston came back with some pepper spray. <laughs> oh, shit, man. With some pepper spray, dog. Oh, that shit was too funny. Or some bear mace. You know, he known for that shit. He pepper sprayed the shit out this nigga at the fucking weigh-in. And ultimately, I guess they didn't fight. I don't know how much of that shit was calculated, if that pepper spray was even real pepper spray or just for show, because it looked like it wasn't really affecting nobody else. But um, it was a spectacle just the same, and the shit was, con- it was consistent with how my man Charleston White moving around. He done pepper sprayed Soldier Boy a while ago, because Soldier Boy ran up on him over some old, you know, internet shit talk. He done <laughs> pepper sprayed, looked like a group of bloods or something like that, or maybe a group of crips, I forgot. He got like a little history of violence. There's a um another cat. He also walks around with he got he has weaponry. We talked about weaponry a while ago. And you know, not traditional weaponry, not just not guns. He got guns, but like he got a, a arsenal of various weapons. Shit that could maim your ass. You know, one eyed motherfucker going, you know, I mean, he gonna put your eye out. You know what I mean? Eye for eye. You know what I mean? Might be on a vengeance tour. Who knows? But um, he got, you know, all types of knives and pepper sprays and and fucking uh, tasers and, you know, just odds and ends when it comes to, you know, artillery, you know, which is which is funny. It reminds me of um, one of my homies growing up. He was one of them type of motherfuckers. He used to also make his own weapons. Like he was a he's a terror. He's my homie, though. He was a terror. Was, yeah, he was a wild dude. First cat, actually, I know that um, have a gun. But uh, it kept, I mean, it was consistent. It was on brand. But before that, this motherfucker was making, he'd make shit like slingshots. He'd take a, he'll take a quarter water, take a quarter water bottle, cut the top of the quarter water bottle, you know what I mean, and take a balloon, put the balloon on the other side of the quarter water, Put like maybe some rubber bands or some shit around there. Then you could just put rocks in that bitch. And I'm trying to tell you, that shit will break a car window. That shit come off. Bow! Bow! He like that. Like this, you know what I mean? So I, there's an appreciation that I have for that that level of inventive destruction and, uh, you know, uh, taking care of yourself out there. So I thought the shit was interesting. I thought the shit was funny. It made me laugh. Hopefully you did too. Anyway. Um, I'm sipping some water, some good water from a mason jar. You know what I mean? Feeling good right now. I'm not even, not even looking at the time. You know what I mean? We just getting through it. We getting through it. There's still one take. Hey, hey, because trust me, I was shutting this shit down. Like, what the fuck? Uh, we hanging in there, right? Hanging in there, like my man Miguel <laughs> over the stage at some performance. Did y'all see? I don't know why the fuck I keep asking y'all, did y'all see like we having an interactive conversation? But I would like to think so. My man Miguel was hanging over a stage like fucking Peking Duck on Canal Street looking crazy. 
He was hanging by his back meat. Pause for me. I don't know. It's low. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking, they had, they put some, um, put some brackets in this motherfucker's back and strung his ass up above the stage on some real David Blaine type shit. Or at least, I, you know, I'm thinking it's got to be some type of illusion here. There's no way my man is really cutting into his back to sing a song that I don't remember because I'm already preoccupied with, yo, what the fuck is going on? And a little nervous that he going to just fucking rip the ripper's back off and fall to the floor, which... Which would have been, you know, I ain't going to lie, would have kind of been a little funny. Kind of been a little funny. I don't know. But it just was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? What made you say, yo, you know what I need to do? These ballads ain't enough. I need to fucking tear through my, my skin and and fucking put some brackets through my back and hoist my ass above the crowd and, and sing... And sing a like a slow song. Sing a I guess you can't get super crunk when you you know what I mean? Like you, you know, you fucking precariously tied up above, but you know what I mean? But um I just didn't understand that shit. I was like, I didn't understand it. I, you know, and I'm I'm trying to like reverse engineer the thinking. You ever do that shit? You try to get in somebody else's head like that? Why why would he do that? I know, I think he might be going through a divorce. Look at me. You know what I'm saying? Trying to empathize. Maybe it's because he's going, maybe this is part of his healing journey. You know, maybe this is some sadism. You know what I mean? Like some sadism. You know, who knows? I don't know. Anyway, look, I, look. that's not for me to even think about. But I was like, damn, what's the what's the sound check protocol for that? You know what I mean? Who's the tech? Do y'all, do, do y'all run through it prior to the show? Or should you not run through it and just maybe look at a sketch because you don't want to run through it? Cause I guess you might want your 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 back your back tissue to be as taut as possible, or maybe a, a maybe loose back tissue is probably better, cause then it won't tear. You know what I mean? You just kind of hang there. I don't know if anybody kind of got any insight on it. Let me know. But the shit was, it was weird. It got a it got some, it got some. Uh, you know, people talked about it because it was it was it was odd as fuck. I, again, I couldn't tell you what the what the song was. It wasn't a door. You know what I mean? I think if you're going to hoist yourself up like that, don't waste that on a new song. But maybe, maybe, maybe that was the thought. Because we all know when an artist that you fuck with, or maybe an artist that you fuck with, two or three of their records, wants to try out the new song. Yo, 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 this is a new song. People tune out, motherfuckers go to the bar, all that type of shit. So he was like, you know what? I know how I'm going to keep them pulled in. This is a new song, yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out on a limb here. And to illustrate that, watch this. And they they hoist his ass all the way up. And you know what I mean? You're like, okay, I guess I'll pay attention. You know what I mean? This is interesting. You know, you in the middle trying to holler at somebody. You're like, oh, oh, oh shit. Well, let, me, let me look at what the fuck is Miguel doing. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, what else? I seen that the Heinz is coming out with ketchup filled hash browns. You know, I don't know if you saw that. Heinz has got some old, I don't know, some old chemical technology, but basically they putting, you know, frozen frozen hash browns with ketchup already in the 
middle of the hash brown, so you don't have to go out your way and take the ketchup out and put it on top of your hash brown. It's like, come on. Is, was this necessary? I don't know which was more unnecessary, Miguel doing that, that shit, or Heinz feeling like, yo, we should fucking around and infuse these hash browns with some ketchup, you know? I don't know. That shit just... That seemed unnecessary, and it also seems like that ketchup is going to be hot than a motherfucker. It's going to be hash brown lava cake. You know what I mean? That shit going to burn the fuck out of the roof of your mouth. You got to be careful. It's like a damn soup dumpling. <laughs> a ketchup-ass soup dumpling, and who knows what type of chemicals there are in that shit to, you know, to pasteurize whatever's going on. I don't know. I think it's... They don't make no fucking sense. And who's to know, like, how much ketchup? You don't know how much ketchup I want on my hash brown or within my hash brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what you just gave? That was a modest dollop. I like a, I like a lot more ketchup on my shit, you know. Do y'all keep your ketchup in the refrigerator or do you keep that shit in the cabinet open so roaches could get to it? Let me know. No judgment. I'm more of a refrigerator person. But, you know, give me, let me know. Some people don't, some people don't like a, a cool ketchup on a, you know, on a, on a hot entree, you know, you let me know, jump in the comments, <laughs> tell me how you feel. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about that shit. You know, they also saying paper straws have forever chemicals. It's probably like the second time this week that I've seen this term forever chemicals, which is scary as fuck. You like damn forever. We will be here forever and ever. Forever and ever. Do you understand that? Where's that from? Let me know in the comments if y'all know that reference. Do you understand that? Forever and ever. Anyway. Forever chemicals sound crazy though. Forever chemicals, that shit, you know, there's no beating that. Once you got the forever chemical in you, you know what I mean? You just half a mutant. You a mutant with no special powers. You just niggas like, ah, this nigga got the forever chemical. What kind? But then I went and looked it up because I'm like, well, what? Where you get these forever chemicals at so I could steer clear? Nah, you you probably got them already. We probably all got them. This is this is turning into a forever chemical support group right now. You know what I mean? Sit down. Wait for, wait for your turn to share. Um, PFAS chemicals are a class of chemicals used to make products greaseproof, waterproof, stickproof, and stain resistant. They are added to, so look, this is how they're going to get you. Food packaging, pizza boxes, food wrappers, takeout containers, microwave popcorn bags. I already knew that shit was suspect. Disposable trays and bakery bags. That's not it. Non-stick pans, Teflon. We kind of knew, you know what I mean? But, you know, you trying to save some butter. Firefighting foam. All right. You know, I don't, I don't be firefighting like that, so I'm, I'm cool. Carpets, rugs, furniture, textiles, window treatments, car seats. Fuck. Can't avoid it. Stain-proof and waterproof clothing. Outdoor gear. You got to stay your ass in the house and not on the carpet and not on the couch. You just got to stand in the crib if you're trying to duck it. Umbrellas. Definitely stay in the house or just get wet. Personal care products like dental floss. Damn. Better water pick it up. Mascara. Foundation. Menstrual underwear. Come on. Menstrual underwear. I don't know. Um, artificial turf, medical equipment, and masks. So your your whole 
90, your N95s, thinking you fighting COVID, whole thing, you just inhaling forever chemicals all up in your nasal passages. Uh, medical equipment and masks, building products, firefighters, personal protective equipment. I think that's PPE, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, firefighters, personal, and more. I love the bullet point that says, and more. <laughs> Even more. It's all over. The shit is everywhere. The shit is coming out the BTUs of your, your fucking air conditioner. Nigga, this shit might be in your mason job, good water. Mm-hmm. Essentia. Essentia was the name of the word I was trying to think of. Yeah. Essentia. I like that shit. It's pretty good. Or at least it's positioned to be better than all the other shit. But yeah, y'all stay away from that shit. They saying paper straws got forever chemicals. I mean, they don't, they they really, this straw, this straw movement, man. Let's get back to a fucking plastic straw. Whatever. Because, um, I don't know. I always feel a little weird raw dog in some of these these fucking glasses and cups in the world. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a little much. It's a little much. I like a I like a straw still. I like a straw. I don't like a fucking fucking paper straw because the shit the shit gonna shit gonna get flaccid. You know what I'm saying? Now you got a flaccid straw in your mouth looking crazy. Yeah, and I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to pause that. Uh. Yeah, so I found that information out on, um, found that story on Baller Alert. I might get too much of my news from Baller Alert. I got to change that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a, it's a cool little outlet. I still fuck with it, but I might need to spend some time over on MSNBC and NewYorkTimes.com just to, you know what I mean? Just to kind of diversify my did you hear shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, did you hear the good fucking... Such and such and such and such and your mans. Such and such and your mans. That sounds like a cool old cartoon. The adventures of such and such and your mans in them. Such and such and your mans. Oh, such and such doing that bullshit again. But oh shit, here come your mans in them. Oh shit, when these two get together, you know, hilarity ensues. Um, The idol got canceled. I mean, I think we saw that coming. I think we saw that coming, especially as abruptly. They they canceled that shit in the middle of the season. It felt canceled. It felt like they told that nigga, what's my man's name? What's the weakest real? Abel. They told that nigga, Abel, yo, get your shit, man. Get your shit, nigga. Go ahead, man. We getting tired of this shit. You can feel it in the writing. You can feel it in the writing. They gave him a little bit of a, they gave him a little bit of a redemption. You know what I'm saying? He had some comp tickets at the end. At the end of all of that terrorism, he put that, you know what I'm saying? Whatever Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily Rose Depp through. What's her name on the show? I forget. I, I already canceled that shit in my brain. Look at that. I ain't even I ain't even using no um you know, no hard drive space in my head for for the names and shit. But yeah. It was it was kind of doomed from the beginning, you know. We talked about it. You know, the, all the controversy leading into it. It was like, it's either going to be great or it's going to be terrible. I think it was, you know, they sabotaged it a little bit. And then that last episode, just felt like you was watching that shit on fast forward. Like the, the plot points and, and you know, storylines were not being fleshed out as they should have been. And it just felt like, yeah, they was like, yo, get this shit out of here. Get this off the server. I'd be surprised that shit is on the server in three months. That's kind of how I feel. That's how I feel the energy is with, with HBO. I still call it HBO. You know, Max and them. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like they 
it feels like they yeah they couldn't wait to get that shit out of here. So yeah, it got canceled. It's not coming back. Oh man. So that's that. Oh shit. What else? I went to finally got to go to Tatiana. Tatiana got to go to the restaurant known as Tatiana by Kwame Unwache. Spoiler alert, that shit is expensive. Uh, which you should know. Which you should know. This Kwame Unwache is motherfuckers hot as fish grease as far as this, the chef game go. You know what I mean? Like he wanted them. You know, if there was a, if there was a, I don't even think he would be on the freshman list. If there was a freshman list of chefs, I think he probably did it a few years ago. But he's like the one. He's the guy right now. And I'm happy for him. Young black brother, Nigerian cat from the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he got it out the mud. Like I, I, I read his, his, uh, his book, Notes from a Young Black Chef. It was good. Well, I ain't read it. I, I heard it. Listen to it on Audible. Do I need to make that distinction now? Is that the thing now? You know, I mean, like when you read some shit versus when you listen to some shit, is it, does it still count the same? I'm still in taking the information. I'm not sounding shit out. You know, I ain't using a bookmark. You know what I mean? But look, I listened to the, to the, to the, uh, to the book. I even got his cookbook. So I felt invested. I was like, I gotta go to this shit. This shit is, you know, it's right in the mix, right there in Lincoln Center. You know, David Geffen Hall, like, you know, smack dab in the middle of fucking New York City. Right over there by the Performing Arts Library. The shit is amazing. That's one of my favorite places to be in the city off top. Yes, there is a bit of a place to be tax. And I'll be honest with you, it was a little bit of stick of shock. <laughs> be honest with you. I knew it was going to be something, but I was like, oh shit. You know, and this is the thing. I don't think it's white privilege, but maybe. Fuck it. I'm just going to say this. Uh, black men, particularly, we got to reserve the right to still be a little startled by exorbitant prices. You know what I mean? Vocally. You know what I mean? Like, we can't, you know what I'm saying? Because I think there's this this fear that if you say, oh, shit, it's kind of expensive. Even if just in that, it just passing, just a, just a, uh, just a processing of it, just an acknowledgement of, oh, okay, wow. You know what I mean? Just that. That shit is a slippery slope, veers into, you know, broke nigga energy. And, you know, you don't want to be broke. They, that shit is like being dead in, you know what I mean? Being dead on earth. That's broke ass nigga. They dismiss you. That's, you know what I mean? You might as well just throw dirt on yourself. That nigga's out of here. But, um, but we all know. We all know. We all do the side. We all do the, oof, shit. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, you know what I mean? Get your wallet ready. Like, ah, okay. Okay, more than I expected. Fine. Uh, so, yeah, I looked at it. A little stick of shock. I'm not going to lie to you, you know, because the cuisine is based on, you know, faves around the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, patties and oxtail and shit like that. You know, so you kind of already have a point of reference for what you would spend on oxtail. Now, you know, oxtail is, you know, obviously that's up there in the, the uh, food pyramid price point, you know what I'm saying? Street food pyramid. Um, but even still, but then I will say this, these dishes are to be shared. So there's that, you know what I'm saying? So I seen prices, then I then later on I seen, oh, share. So, you know, I was the dolo, so I wasn't sharing with nobody. I was going to share with my to-go bag. But um, so it's cool. 
It makes sense. And I already said, look, fuck, I'm here. I'm going to enjoy myself. Like I told you, I felt invested. I done read this man's or heard this man's memoir. And I'm I'm celebratory. You know what I'm saying? It's black man. Again, get into it. You know what I mean? Fuck that. Go ahead. Get your money. Get your bread. You know what I mean? We're going to do it. We're going to celebrate. Uh, the shit was good. Food was good as hell. The food was good than a motherfucker. I'm not going to lie to you. I had the uh, the curry goat patties. And I had the oxtail. I had the oxtail. I don't know who his connect is, but this motherfucker get the biggest oxtail you've ever seen ever. Ever. I don't know who, what oxes these motherfuckers. These are some fucking, these oxes is on PDEs. You know what I mean? Is PDE, was that what it is? You know what I mean. HGH oxtail. Big ass oxtail. Shits is crazy. Shave the, shave the, the fat off the oxtail so it's damn near all meat. The shit is crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let that go. You know what I mean? I'm getting better at this shit. This ain't it is what it is. Um, Yeah, yo, the shit was, I can't complain. Drinks, drinks were good. Drinks were nice. The vibes were cool. Nice, cool vibes. Good music in there. A lot of, lot of young black people working in the kitchen, at the, at the front of house, you know. Um, good concierge energy. Felt good. It felt good. I wasn't mad at, you know what I mean, dropping some coin in there. It felt good. Like, I, I didn't feel like I got got. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would actually even go back, and I kind of got them. Because when I signed my check, I definitely took that Tatiana pen as a souvenir for myself. And I knew I was stealing it. That's how I hurried up out of there. <laughs> Tipped well, but I put in that tip was, the, I'm taking this pen. You know me and Hype Beast Cuisine. I'm like, nigga, I'm going to keep this to the side. You know what I mean? This shit might be worth something. I might put this on the bay. Anyway, speaking of the bay, yeah, so Rezzy hit me immediately after I left. I, I wasn't even back to the house by it. Rezzy hit me. Yo, we heard you was at Kwame Onwache's new restaurant. What did you think? I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you asking me, Rezzy? I didn't even go through you to get the, to get the you know what I mean? To get the reservation. I didn't even go through you. I'll fuck with you some time, Rezzy, because I appreciate you. But I didn't deal with you. I guess they put me through the system still. Rezzy want to know. Rezzy like, dude, what's, what's up? Talk to me. What you, how you feel? I still haven't hit them back. It's like eBay feedback. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I got to watch what I say because I don't want no negative implications. I definitely want to come back. There's a couple things I might want to try on the menu. So anyway, I will. I should have, I should have hit Rezzy back. Like, listen to the podcast and send a link. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to my man Kwame Unwatch. I wanted to meet the kid too. Cause, um, not only is he, you know, he's doing his thing as a chef. I'd heard on a couple podcasts that he's delving into, or at least, you know, has jumped on a couple open mics and shit like that. He seems to have a respect for comedy and shit like that. So it'd have been cool to chop it up with him about comedy. You know what I'm saying? That would have been kind of fun, but, uh, yeah, felt good to be in the building and finally, finally get to see what it was all about. And uh, I see if you if you're in the New York area, New York City area, you know what I'm saying. You wanna you wanna see some um, some black opulence? Go ahead, check that shit out. Go go try to try to get you know what I mean. Get in the building. Good. I think it's I think it's worth it. I think it is worth it. Um, you know what? I think it's time for me to leave. I think we've we've done it. I think we've done. Oh, yeah, we definitely done. I just looked at the time. We definitely done it. We made it through, baby. We made it through off of this motherfucking Wegmans. Uh, what is this shit? 
um, breakfast blend. Yeah, some Wegmans breakfast blend coffee. Yeah, I went store brand on this one. I'm not even going to lie. Wegmans out here selling these K-Cups for the L-O-1 dub. And them shits is good. Shits is hitting me. This caffeine got me skied up. Skied up. I feel like I'm on Adderall cut with cocaine with this fucking this Wegmans breakfast blend. Nigga. The lighter the roast, the harder the caffeine. I always thought it was the... I was applying the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice to the coffee situation. Thinking the darker the roast, the more... You know what I mean? Kind of... Intense it is. Nah, it's backwards. Anyway, that's just a random factoid that I'm going to leave you with. I could have left just a second ago without that. But uh, it wouldn't have kept to my tangent nature. And if you listen this far, I really fuck with you. I really fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? This is a one-on-one. I always do these. Um, Shout out to the one-on-oneers. Shout out to my man Bill Burr. He, you know, the Monday morning podcast. He go one-on-one. Shout out to my man Chris Lambert, Arts and Entertainment Correspondent, he's another one that'll go one on one. You know what I'm saying? And they they hold it down, and they, you know they did inspires this whole shit. And shout out to y'all, the listeners, especially if you at this point in the in the pod, you know, made it through. I fuck with you. I apologize for the late delivery, but we we gonna drop this. It's coming through, and um, this one was for you. And again, like I said, DamianLemon.com. You can see where I'm gonna be this Sunday. I'm gonna be at New York Comedy Club. And I'm going to be at the both both locations, Sunday, this coming Sunday, the 3rd. I think I'm on the 10th, you know. Yeah, the information is there, DamianLemon.com. I'm going to be at the Borgata in October. I'm going to be putting that ticket link up as soon as it becomes available. But heads up, if you're in the Atlantic City, Philly, South Jersey area, fuck with me there. And uh, I'm going to try to, you know, keep things a little bit more updated. You know what I mean? Clips and shit like that should be coming. I think I got some content on the way. But uh, it's been a blast. And until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend, and even an enemy, to get in the conversation. I'm out. to be in the conversation.